Welcome to the High Vibe Life Podcast, the place where you'll find incredible lifestyle tips and insights to raise up your energy and create the life you really want. Business, health, fitness, nutrition, parenting, spirituality, routine, love, and much more every single week. Want a high vibe life? It starts right here. Life podcast. Today we have the honor to be with Steve Dubé, who is a well-known powerlifter in the fitness world, a head teacher at the SSP Academy, and he also owns the SSP South Shore, which is a super cool gym. So hi Steve. Hi, how are you guys? Good, thank you. Thanks for being here. Thank you for uh, the interview. Yeah. That's nice. We're excited. It's going to be super cool. I think today what we wanted to discuss with you, because um, I, I feel like you're a man with a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience regarding business, regarding mindset. I really love your mindset uh, regarding fitness also, which is super interesting. And I think we could start by sharing a little bit who you are, where you're coming from. I, um, <clears throat> I was born uh, on the north shore of Montreal, actually St. Jerome. And I uh, was raised in Blainville, which is, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes from Montreal. Uh, at a young age, I was involved in sports, doing stuff, you know, uh, running, biking, and then more competitive sports. And uh, I was, I don't, I don't remember the year that that movie came out, but Rocky, the first one, came out. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the guy, you know, eating uh, raw eggs and running, he was in shape, and you're like, fuck, I want to be that guy, you know, I did fuck, sorry. Uh, I started off. Fuck is okay on our podcast. (laughs) Uh, And and I said, I want to be this guy, you know, so I want it it to be Rocky. And uh, I didn't realize at that time that I need Roy to be uh, Rocky, so I was gulping those Mom made those shakes, you know, out of raw eggs, and it was like super cool, you know. <laughs> and uh, I remember here one day, I said, "My," I said, "Listen, Dad, you know this guy is, is running, so basically, you know, your hero is running, so you're gonna run." You know? She said, "Yeah, well, yeah, you gotta run." So put on the running shoes, went outside. My car jumped in the car. I said, "What the fuck are you doing?" He said, "You're gonna run. I'm gonna drive." <laughs> running and he was driving by in the street where I was raised. Uh, I, again, I don't remember the age, but I don't know, probably 19. Mm-hmm. I don't even Late remember. If someone on the podcast knows, that would send the, the day that the movie came out. Yeah. And um, I, I, it was like, you know, it, it was cool. So since that day, I said, you know, I want to work in that field. So I did a bunch of shit jobs uh, from, you know, Cutting grass, you know, stuff like that. And one day I remember, like, I'm, I'm getting short on this, you know, like it's a resume. So <laughs> I, um, and one day there's a, a gym that opened about like five kilometers from my house. I said, well, you know, I can't, I can't, I was taller than everyone. And I said, you know, I'm going to go. So my mom said, you're like 15 years old, you know. I said, yeah, I don't give a shit, you know, I'm 15, I'm tall, I'm big, so why not, you know? So 
And I went, so it was the first, in 1985, that, that I remember now, it was the first uh, gym that opened for Energy Capital. Wow. These were, uh, well, we were the I would say maybe 10 employees. Wow. And I was like the shaker guy, electricity is back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And um, we, yeah, it was a podcast in the dark. So, <laughs> yeah, we were doing it. Was a a blind blind. So, <laughs> so we were, and, and I, I was, I was folding towels. You know, well, remember that thing, you know, you're like, I'm going to work in the gym, you know, so this is cool. But then you realize that you're not really working in you are and making shapes. Mm -hmm. And remember in 1985, the, the shape, they were made out of, you know, the powder that doesn't, it clogs. Basically, that's what it is. So I it know. I remember my dad. He was making this. Oh, it's so nasty. You know, those weird stuff. And, and from this, I grew up in an environment. And, and from that, since 1985, I was working in the gym, not as a, as a trainer. I actually started training people in 1980. It's been like the, the last Monday, it has been 33 years that I've wow. been working this field. And I grew up like that and I said, you know, I was working in gyms and I think the problem that I have, I still have that same problem. So I, I, if I have a goal, I want to achieve this goal. You're stubborn. Yeah, I, I can say that I'm stubborn, you know, I and too. I can see that with the pulley downstairs. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> the, the problem was uh, that I said, you know, these people they were training and basically they were training like shit. You know? I, your 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 people you're looking up to are uh, Frank, you know, my generation. These are bodybuilders mm -hmm. slash powerlifters that you say, oh, they have muscle mass. They're like six something, you know, tall, big and strong. So you want to be like that. And you're, you're trying to, you know, but go back in 1980 something, books, it wasn't that popular on, on training. So it was like, mm, okay, but these were regular books. And 90% of the books out there uh, Weeder, you know, so the, the Weeder brothers, and in, in, in that time, you, you, you were getting magazine and stuff, and there was program. So I, I was getting the program from these magazines. I was for the client. Mm -hmm. I said, "Oh, I feel the bump," because you were feeling the bump. It was like, "Oh, it's awesome." Actually, it was not. I got injured. You know. Yeah, it's like those magazines with the the rocks workout. Exactly. <laughs> so it's it's standard for everybody. Same thing for everybody. Exactly. Bullshit, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was I was like, hey, listen to this people. We're gonna do it that way, that way, that way. And then I evolved from gym to gym to gym. Mm -hmm. I I I have. I'm gonna be honest with you. I got kicked out of all the gyms that I was working because I was trying to. Or give them a way of let's let's evaluate people you know let's do this let's do that and one day i was sitting in my house i said you know what i'm gonna open my gym one day mm -hmm. what was that was because you're doing different from other people well what, what, what it was different basically it was different and people don't it, like it or uh, what, what? yeah well, we're scared you got a point on that people they don't really like novelties yes they're they're you know i'm gonna put my socks on an, on an everyday basis the same 
All right, so if you want to put, this is the mental, this is my mind. All right, do you want to put your, your, I have people, I have Kodiak socks from Costco, fucking dumb. <laughs> and these socks, all right, they, they're all black, it's all the same. You look at my socks, they're all the same. Yeah. But I change every day. You have to get worried if it's not. So, yeah. Okay. But the yeah. thing is, I think because of that, people get scared because um, sometimes your sock is going to make you run faster. So if you come with a new song, they're going to be like the loser, they're going to be behind you. That's the problem when you come out with you know new what the, things. The problem, I think, is perception. I have yeah. all the same socks. So people, the first thing that they're going to say, he's not washing his socks. So he always has the same. You know, so that's right. perception. So he's always dressed the same. So probably this guy doesn't take showers or anything, you know. You know, it, it is perception, and once I've learned that perception is the key to everything, Yes, exactly. I changed my mind. I, admit, I was very, very negative about everything. You know, when, when like just now, on, on my, I just lost a client, right now. You know, the guy said, I'm going to be trained by someone else who offered me. I said, well, you know, three years ago, oh, shit, I lost a client. I'm not good, you know? Yeah. Perception is, it's not I'm not good. You got an offer, probably yeah. that's better than mine. Well, yeah. it's your call, man. You know, yeah, we never go, know. Sometimes just closer from his house or whatever. Deal, go with someone else, and that's it, you know? Yeah. So for me, perception was the key. I was very negative. Every time that a little thing came into my life that was not the way I thought it was, I want to shit. Oh, one, one day someone told me something and and this I was at a funeral basically uh, that, that you know that's kind of the ultimate like shit that you can have and uh, <laughs> the the funeral and uh, someone said you know Steve life is shit for everyone it depends on, how, on it, it depends on what you do with that shit yeah I'm like if you stir the pot you're gonna have to lick the poon so, from that day, I said, you know, if I freeze my shit, you know, put it there for a while on the shelf in the freezer. I like that. And I take it out, it's going to be frozen. So, I won't be dirty. It's going to smell nothing. Yeah. What I'm gonna do is I have a few minutes to think of what I'm going to do with my frozen Before shit. Before it melts. Before it melts. <laughs> you know? So, you got to think, you know. So, you, you know, you have a span of, I don't know, let's say 30 minutes with your frozen stool there and you're, and you're like what do you do with this that's basically your life when when shit hits the fan yeah well put it in the freezer for a while you know yes just and I was like execution now mm -hmm. I, you know in French it, it, it's called uh, on, ten, uh, on, on the dime you know yeah I was like that now we have a situation with the dog that we have to spin it around because we got 30 days but we're gonna find a solution we're just about to find it, but we have to do it calmly. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So in life, this is business. Especially in business, yeah. yeah. You yeah. gotta think, you know, I was too quick, too fat. You don't like me? Yeah, okay, bye. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I remember clearly one day, I just lost it. I was so fucking mad. I said, you want that one? All right. I Midday, I left the gym with my boxes. Then I'm, I'm in my car, you know, going home. What a fucking great move. What's your car? My car is a Jeep. So they can have a, a picture. Yeah, it's a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> it's 
a, it's a, it's not yellow. It's, it's sand. sand. It's a, okay. It's sand. Because it, I didn't have, it, 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 it's a pink color. I didn't have the money to buy it by fucking hunger, so I, I modified it. And I'm, I'm going home, you know. I won over this, you know, this gym owner. I won. You know, I'm, I'm the best. Mm -hmm. Then I soon realized that, shit, I don't have any more offices. Like, I had two offices over there. I'm like, ooh. No more. All of a sudden. Hey, I'm kind of fucked right now, you know? So I was running around and a friend of mine called me and said, well, we're looking for trainers and I know you're pretty good at it. I said, well, and then I moved and, you know, moved up the, uh, the ladder. And to this day, about less. Mm -hmm. I have a partner that's like me and we're both stubborn people, but actually what we did is we're trying to find a, like a, I call it the midfield, you know, so we're going in a neutral place and we talk, and sometimes he has a very good idea, sometimes bad, same for me, um, like our clothing line, you know, I said we should do hats like this or like that, I said, yeah, it's good, so we have the pack, t-shirts, and, and above all, what I realized in time, so it was my way or the highway, which is I think one of the worst things that you can do. So, like you, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not very, I'm very, I don't really like people that sound, you know, as funny as it sounds. Uh, you, you won't get me into a big crowd on you know, an evening of like mm -hmm. a suit and tie, you know, and stuff like that. I ain't gonna go out. If I go, I'm gonna wear shorts and t-shirts. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't dress. I don't like that. You're just doing you. And, and this is me, and yeah. you know, I I was raised like that. Mm -hmm. Do your stuff. Do do it the way you want to do it. Like we we uh, we spoke this morning about it. Be kind. So there's a line. I'm kind, but I'm not like very like in love with people. Mm -hmm. yeah, but I think like there's three things that we brought you brought up that's pretty interesting, and we see most entrepreneurs. The first thing that you brought is very cool, like hours for that. But the first thing you mentioned was role model. You had a role model. That's like rock was your role model. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting because you became a role model for other people. And I think that's the mission like for everyone. You are role model if you have kids for people around you. So that's really interesting. Most entrepreneur who doesn't have a role model, usually they are lost. Usually we see someone, we want to become that people, when, uh, that person want to be like them. That's very cool. The other thing is uh, the gym. Mm. So you're not like, I want to be cool before I get into the gym. I want to mm -hmm. be the best before I get to the gym. I don't want to go and start like just doing small stuff. No, you were there and you want to start and then do it. So that's one thing that makes you successful because you were really whatever it takes whatever it takes to, to go big and the other thing you said like you're not very social you see most entrepreneurs are not very social you see uh, you know like uh, Elon Musk he's not social you see um, the who has the virgin mobile um, what's his name um, Branson Branson yeah. not very social most entrepreneurs are not very social oh, why because introverts are introverts in the sense mm -hmm. that they're not uh, just because we are, in, we are in your head, so I, I know exactly what kind of place. I love uh, being with some kind of people, yeah. but I don't like like too many people. I, I really like to connect with people that have a deeper relationship and exactly. I can talk. But usually we stay just focused in five, two, three people. And 
normal because um, what is interesting about that because society is always pushing us to be cool, to be the one that has the most friends, and like it's, it's different. We are just creating deeper relationships with people. So that's very no that, that's because people think they need to be cool. They need to be friends with everybody. You don't need to be friends with everybody. You just need to be yourself. Because when you're just yourself, you're taking care of your dream, you're taking care of yourself, and then you can give more to the world. You know what I say to people? I have a lot of interviews I do like that. And I said, you know, I'm not liked by a lot of people. I have many haters, mm -hmm. but I'm respected. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's the big difference. Exactly. I don't, I don't really give a shit, you know, if I'm not respected. Because in time, it's going to come. Yeah. Because I do my stuff my way. If they hate me, well, that for me, it's like, that. I don't care. If, if you're not hated, you're not doing enough. You, you, you're, well, actually, <laughs> you don't do anything. And you know what? In time, <laughs> when, when I <clears throat> grew up in this field mm -hmm. of strength and conditioning, we all did, uh, trainers, we all started as bodybuilders. Because you wanted to have that, that shape, you know, that was six yeah. packs and stuff like that. Ooh, shoulders and arms, you know. <laughs> In the end, when you look at it from that point of view, it's like, okay, so we all have, you know, uh, the love for training, the love for this, the love for that. But my true love was, if I friend went on the stage, she went to Canadian and then she went to the Arnold. And, you know, she won. And mm -hmm. she was like super ripped, about like 2.5% body fat. And, and, and today, both of us are, are fucked like that. Back, mm -hmm. you know? We gained a lot of weight. We, we made our classes. But what I mean, in, in part of thing, I said, you know, she went on stage and being judged by someone on how you look, for me, it wasn't something that I wanted to do. I wanted if I live something, I got it. If I got it, I win. If I don't, I, I just I, I I lose, and that's it, you know. Mm -hmm. And for me, the second and this, I know I'm gonna get some fucking rotten tomatoes for that. But for me, is the first place loser. So this is for me in life. I yeah. want to be the first. You don't want to be good. You want to be outstanding. Exactly. And mm -hmm. if you want to win at the game of, you know, business, you gotta. Absolutely. If you're not, well then, you're, you're, you're fucked. And the way I see that you were laughing about the apple pie, I'm going to tell you about that. So I see life as my your life, Pedro's life, uh, as we're all apple pies. The crust is our body. Gary V says, uh, climb and dirt, all right? So I'm cheaper, so I go with So there's the apple pie. Apple pie people. The apple pie people. So I call it the apple pie principle. The apple pie is the, you have the crust, basically. And what is the, the crust is holding what? The ingredient. Filling. And what's in the filling? It's different for everyone else, but still an apple pie. So you're going to have like, I don't know, slices of apple, cubes. I don't know, you know. Cinnamon, sugar, sugar, stuff like that. Some people are gonna pour in it. You know, mm -hmm. now it's fucking pumpkin season. <laughs> I well, love pumpkin season. It's like season. pumpkin season everywhere. Pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those <laughs> things are coming out. You know, and uh, by the way, those latte uh, 
Pumpkin are made for people with Apple uh, cell phone. So that's it. Serves. All right. I found so, the judge. So people who have Samsung are gonna have like coffee with bourbon. <laughs> the thing is that Apple Pie is different. And I might, I'm going right, to taste my apple pie, you're going to say, well, you know, I don't like the taste, there's too much cinnamon, there's too many uh, slices of apple in it. Well, that's my recipe, that's my, if you don't like it, just don't fucking taste it. Mm -hmm. yes. See it, you know, so it, it is my recipe. So I'm, I'm making my apple pie right now for, for the life. I don't have a big family, but I, it is, these people are important for me. Mm -hmm. So, and I the apple pie like you know with the ingredient and you're you're cooking and then you're you know you're tasting you know, I'm gonna add this I'm gonna mm -hmm. add that it's a never-ending process you yeah. know? so this is why been like changing from you know I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to modify this and that you're you're doing your uh, level one by the time you're gonna be done with level one it's gonna be modified mm -hmm. You're gonna probably step into level two. Modified. Yeah. So you're gonna have, and things are gonna change, but not in a bad way. No, it's evolving. Exactly. So people think because there's change, change is bad. I don't see it that way because if you change something, in the game of changing, I mean, it's great because you learn that mm -hmm. what you did was shit. You're not gonna do it again. But you know, I think it's interesting to see how. Even like where you are right now, you're still working that much. You're still, you're always making things better. You're always rethinking yep. of how to do it, and it it really brings me to like the next topic that I want to talk about because we were talking earlier this morning about young entrepreneurs yes. building empires from their beachside uh, mm -hmm. hotel two hours a day. This yep. quick fix. Uh, dream that people are seeing everywhere on social media mm -hmm. and we know and you even more than us because mm -hmm. we're starting still uh, that this is not what owning a business is and like what is your number one tip like for young people that are um, listening that are, are they're like you know they have a great mindset they're, they're they don't want to work nine to five for someone else they want to create something they mm -hmm. want to have a business what would you tell them uh, the first Understand is that they're not entitled to shit. Okay, no. so you gotta work, do your stuff. The second thing I would say: don't listen to your mom and dad. All right. Yeah. Because that's gonna refrain you from doing things. And people are gonna say, "Well, mom and dad are a great resource." It is, but my mom and dad are in their late seventies, early eighties. And when I talk about, you know, uh, in, in, in business, the principle of any principle, you know, stuff like that. And there, well, you know, there's, would you like to have some more security in your life, like yeah. working and stuff like that? My girlfriend's a police officer and, and yes, but even doing this, she said, you know, I want to be, I want to do this, I want to do mm -hmm. that. I want to be a detective, I want to do that. Well, people are dreaming way too much, you know. And as funny as it sounds, and I posted something from Gary this morning, dreaming of something is read it. Uh, uh, dreaming of something is easy. Putting it to work is way harder. Yeah. And this is what people are doing. <laughs> this, I have, you have no, I have about, I would say, I, I, 
I have about 400 emails per month, and I might have uh, 350 messenger per month and about a thousand text messages per month. I answer all of them. So if you if you want to write me for a different questions, I'm gonna I'm gonna. The thing is, 90% of these questions are business oriented. So how long? And the staple mark question is how long it's gonna take me to make money. Yeah. So. I answer once in a while, when are you going to die? They're like, you, I don't know. I answer back, do you want to die? No. So it's the same for the business. I have no clue. Do you want your business to die? No. One thing, the only thing that I know that everyone who's successful did is work. Yeah. That is... Yeah. So, and I've learned that, you know, I'm going to tell you a little story fast, fast, right? When <laughs> my dad was working from 4 a.m. to noon, and uh, I was going out. So I came home, and one day I was so fucking drunk, and when I came in the driveway, he was going out. So he was, and he was going to, uh, to work. So he said, where have you been? I said, well, I had a... I went with friends and we had a party. Did you have fun? I said, I had a blast. He said, I have a nice day, but tomorrow things are going to change. Oh, shit. And you know that, that looked like, yeah. you know? and I was, and, and I slept, got up around like two o'clock or something. Going, was, I was at that time go back home and that night I was like smashed so I just you know I'm gonna go up to bed I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed and that's it it was 4 30 or something like that my dad all right good you know midsummer like June or July or something like that. yeah I said what's wrong he said you gotta get up now I'm gonna show you what work is so basically what happened is I was going to work and I so I got up, I said, well, Dad, I have no job. My job is at night, you know, like from four to mm -hmm. something. So he said, you know, okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to work <clears throat> with mom. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to I said, so what I'm going to do? So I did the, the unthinkable, so the laundry. Uh, the course, you know, the, the house. Yeah, exactly, the house yeah. That's, that's what it was. And I did, you know, I said, all right, so that's it, and I'm going to And from that day, I learned that I had to get up early. Well, you know that what they say is if you get up early, you're going to be a better businessman. I think it's bullshit. I think you get up when you get up, and you work when you Because we were talking about this, because we've been trying to be early morning people for like years because everybody says that yeah we're just not morning people we're nightles like we get shit done from 10 p.m to yeah. 1 2 p.m a.m <laughs> pedro was like okay maybe we should just like do us you know work when we yeah. are productive we don't exactly. absolutely need to wake up at 4 a.m if we're all tired exactly. all day and you're not productive i'm not productive at night i go to bed around i don't know 8 30 one advice I would give to young businessmen, young entrepreneur, I would tell them, I said, listen, whatever you do, find a schedule that's going to be good for you. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I, I wrote a book, it, it, 
I just need to find someone to publish it and correct it and, you know, go over it. And in, in, I had a chapter, I think in chapter three or four, time. What is time? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there's a, and, and the guy says that time doesn't exist or something like that. I want to find that book. But for me, time is just something that I'm going to put on my side exactly. to do something. It's like money. Yeah. I, money is my slave. I'm not a slave to money. And most people think the other way. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they say, yeah, I can do this because I don't have time. Yeah. It's a shame that I'm going to take the time oh. to do this. And you know what? Because I'm, gonna, I'm, because I'm getting old, so I forget things. And, <laughs> and you know, uh, one thing that I uh, people that work for me, and I think that everyone should do that. You should work for free. And people are looking at you, well, I got bills to pay. I said, I know, I have bills to pay. I'm here about 80 hours a week. Wow. Am I paid 80 hours a week? No. Mm. The only time in the last past two years that I didn't work, it was yesterday. I, I left because I was, I was battered. I was like down, you know. I went home, watched a movie, went to bed. Guess what happened? I felt guilty. Yeah. Should I do work? I know that feeling. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, shit. But that, that's I felt like I was letting my business down. Yeah, you're investing actually in your business. Exactly. And, and my girlfriend said, you know, you need to rest. You're getting old. And I didn't, I, I, by the way, if people ask me how old I am, I'm 108 years old. I'm, 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 I'm 85. I'm, I'm 48. And I've been working my ass off on an average of 60 hours a week since I'm 15 years old. Mm -hmm. And at one point, I remember when, when I, I started business, one advice that my dad gave me, and today, what do you have to accomplish today? You gotta do what you gotta do today. Mm -hmm. yeah. If it's not done, you can't report the next day because it's gonna add up to the list. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And this is where you're gonna fall into the trap. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta do your list and you gotta you gotta achieve it. Yeah. When you do it, we don't care. I'm not a night owl. I can't go to bed at two a.m. You know, I but at four o'clock I'm gonna be up. You know? You're a morning person. I'm a morning owl. How, how do your day like? What does your day look like? What what habits do you have? Well, you when when I get up around four thirty, from four thirty to six, I take a shit. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> All the details, folks. Life is in the details. Uh, our, usually, what I do is we have a small tradition at home. So my girlfriend, she's a barista, so she. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's a barista, so. We get around 4.30, 4, and we have a cup of coffee. First thing we do, we talk. So, uh, how did you sleep? What's your plan of today? What are you going to do? And This is cute. And we talk. And we share a moment that's for us is very You know, their cell phones are yeah. on. The messages are getting in, getting in. Maybe she has a lot of messages. And uh, <clears throat> we talk and we plan. And what are you going to do when mm -hmm. today? So and we matter a lot during the day, you know, because we're very busy people. And from this, we take our coffee. Now, second, I take lady out for uh, for a piss, and then I come back, and then uh, we pack the lunch, uh, and then we take messages. We 
work is we gave we started about a month ago to do that we gave ourselves let's say 30 minutes per day in the house to take our messages so all right the limit like a limit yes. of time so it's like are you ready let's rock it so like we take this. a message like then we close the cell phone and uh, yesterday she was watching a, a TV show, so I missed a couple of episodes, so I'm like, I was off. So I took my and then I see her from the living room, she's just bent over and said, what are you doing? And I was making messages, <laughs> I said, you. you're, you're breaking the law. You. No, the law. <laughs> I said, yeah, it's true. And, and she's then, a police. And she's a police officer, exactly. And now, uh, she makes me a rare coffee, because we have the espresso, and then make the rare coffee, and then... I'm off around, I would say, quarter to six. So, to get it. And, and when I say take messages, is I answer. I'm not scrolling down my Facebook to see, you know, how people are doing or anything like that. No, I'm no. taking messages. Taking messages. On an, on an eve, like last night, I had about 25 messages on Messenger. Wow. From different kinds, you know, mm -hmm. what's this on my program? Answer me tomorrow. And I have a strict rule. I'm, I'm going to start October 1st. I don't think any messages after six, and I don't think any messages before seven. I love this. So from Monday We can't Friday, start our days with other people's problems. Exactly, and Saturdays and Sundays the cell is going to be is going to be off, and we're planning like a safe box or something to put the cell phone in. Yeah. So that might be the key, because I think that it is good for the media, but on the other hand, you, you can I don't post a lot of stuff, you know, personal stuff on Facebook and stuff like that. And then I go home, I, I come to the gym here, like you saw this morning, eating is very important. So I was eating, Yeah. then it was your test. So Pop-tarts and... Pop-tarts and... <laughs> and uh, what was the other thing that people love? Nutella. And then... Uh, <laughs> yeah. The no, cigarette. it's very healthy. It's like a vodka and a cigarette. <laughs> the uh, Swedish breakfast or something like that. And uh, I... I and then I I teach or I or I write program. Most I would I would say most of my days are done to uh, writing programs and stuff like that. Around noon or one, I train. So that's my time. Then I go. I'm always every day walk the dog. Mm -hmm. No cell phone. Uh, and my dog. Super cool. Have you ever seen that image? You know, there's a guy walking his dog, and there's like two, you know, text bubble over their head. And one bubble is in one of the dog, and he's very happy because he's with his master. That's the only thing. Yeah. See, the other guy was full of, you know, thoughts and interrogation yeah. and stuff like that, hashtags and stuff like that. Our minds are are too busy. Mm -hmm. These little animals, I think it's wonderful, and because when you're the only thing that they they need is love, you know, and the time for them walking with their master. Is something so I make time for that and I really enjoy and it. And you're you know. fully into it. I walk, no cell phone, you know. I for for have no bullshit to deal with, mm -hmm. you know. So I'm I'm there with my dog. I pet her and it's fun. And then your dog is really associated to your image here at the gym. Yes. <laughs> you and your yeah, that's the mascot, you know, yeah. actually. And after that, I, I'm I'm having a food again. And then I'm gonna answer messages like from maybe mid afternoon until it's four. a schedule. It's all in the yes. schedule. And every day from here, because I live quite far from here, I listen to podcasts. Depending on my mood. So like 
yesterday, yeah, yesterday I was Joko Willink. By the way, you should go for this. He is an ex-Navy SEAL, and they wrote him and another guy two books that are very good. But I suggest that everyone should extreme ownership. Cool. That is a book that everyone should read. And it's the way it's written, it's very cool because it's it's water-oriented. These things really happen in Afghanistan. And these guys and how they dealt with. Mm -hmm. Now to take that and to put it into work with on a daily basis for business owners. Yeah. What you have this a shit situation, what are you gonna do with it? You know? Yeah. And this is very cool. Very cool book. And read this one. I read it about maybe four or five times. And it, you know when you're having, you have businesses, you know, so you know how it is, you know, when someone said, well, it's your fault, you should have done this, you should have done that. You're right, my fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, end of discussion, let's yeah. move on, you know. The problem with that, and we have employees, so we're getting into, yeah, my problem, I take it, my fault, my fault. It leaves no room for or young employees to evolve because we're taking all the blame and yeah. we're trying to fix it. So we, we leave them with no solution, basically. You know? So it's like, what are they going to do? Mm -hmm. So that extreme ownership stuff, and they mention in the book, there's a very fine line, yeah. you know, where yeah. you got to take it and where you got to leave it, you know? Yeah. So, but it's very cool. My it's fault, my cool. bad, you know? But it's a very good book <clears throat> that Actually, people do. Extreme uh, ownership. It's extreme ownership, and the uh, the authors are uh, Leif Babin and uh, Joko Willing. These are. Thanks and, for what, and the, the podcast. It's funny because they're this podcast with uh, a story, a war story, and he talks like that. <laughs> and it's funny because it, it's always like the men were on the beach. I don't know. How. <laughs> They had guns. Fire was around. Yeah, and and it's very yeah. cool. Uh, the yes. other podcast, I have to admit that I'm, I, I love, it's more into toward training, it's Julia Franco. So Julia Franco is an awesome guy. I met him once. Super cool guy. About my age. Younger. Obviously, there's Gary V that has a, a, an amazing podcast too. And if you want to laugh, and have fun. I mean, Joe Rogan is the man. Oh yeah. Yeah. These are the podcasts, and obviously your podcast. Yeah. But you know, you gotta. But for mindset, uh, if if people they want to see what's going on in Quebec, uh, I've got. I, I, yeah, I was gonna ask where can people find you, like, uh, how to join you, and if you. Well, you can find me at the gym. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you guys, SSC at the gym. Uh, they, they, they can reach me on my uh, personal email, like gmail.com, or just go on Facebook, you know. Yeah. Punch my name, Steve Dupuy, and I'm going to add you, you know. Awesome. And um, <clears throat> the thing is, when the mindset comes into play, you, you, you see the situation. Like, I was telling you this morning, I lost a client. It's okay, you know. That's part of the game. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, what's next? I have plenty of stuff to do today. So, yeah, okay. So, I'm not going to brag about it. You know, 
and sometimes you're going to ditch line because they don't follow the rules. Absolutely. And, but for young business uh, people, what I would say to them, and I was telling you that the other day, uh, you know, and I want to start working uh, 80 hours, 80 bucks an hour, sorry, for, uh, I don't know, 25 hours a, a week. Well, it's not going to work, man. The first thing is, uh, okay, I'm going to tell you, Tony Robbins, yeah. That guy is, right? Yeah. You know yeah. I'm going to, Matthew Park, you know this guy? Matthew no. Park. Matthew I know the Park. name. You know the name rings about, right? Yeah. This Who guy met he? him, uh, and I don't know, Matthew, if you listen to this, but, you uh, <laughs> this guy is one of the coolest guys I haven't met in, in, in like five years. Uh, he has, you should interview this guy for real. And uh, Matthew is located right here in Sheffield, and the place, you know, Vancouver, LA, uh, Vegas, and he has clients for mindset and stuff like that, an amazing guy, you know? And we're talking about mindset, and one of the biggest problems is that, you know, if I tell you Tony Robbins, whoa, we know who this guy is. He charges, I don't know, let's say, uh, 15 Gs for a week. Let's say I'm, I'm putting out number out of my ass right now. But, and I say, Matthew Park. Nobody knows him. Yeah. Matthew is amazing. Just fucking amazing. He is worth, for me, the same amount as Tony Robbins. The problem, the other guy is known. Yeah. Matthew is less known. He's known, but less. Yeah. When you're getting into and you're selling your, your product or your services, remember that you are the brand. Yeah. So if you're shit, your brand's gonna be shit. Yeah. So this is where I say to people, just be kind. I am known to be the man and I will do to the rest of my life because mm -hmm. if you're a piece of shit, you're gonna know it. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the way it is. This is our, our closing phrase, you guys. If you're a piece of shit, you're gonna know it. <laughs> Soon or later. Things. What happens is that people in business they want to start. You know, I'm going to put it this way. It's going to be easier for them to understand. They, you start your business. This. So let's say Steve Jobs. We all know who is yeah. this man. People. I've read the book like two times. What a shit life, you know? Yeah. What a shit life. People always see the, the cool stuff on the what's behind the scenes. They don't like the process. As we speak right now, there is the interview about Elon Musk uh, that came out, I think, two, one week ago. They really show the things, like the real things that they have. Yeah. It's not beautiful. It's crazy. But all the beautiful things that they see, that's I think that's our, actually the mission of the podcast and like seeing people like you. We want to bring people the real stuff. We don't all say, oh, we are rich, we have money, we are happy, we are successful. No, there's a lot of shit behind this. Mm -hmm. We're going through a lot of uh, battles, a lot of hard stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's the, the important thing to say because sometimes I see like, I, I really love Gary Vee, but sometimes I don't see all the shit behind. Yeah. I want to see, I want to know, you know, yeah. like, a uh, person that I follow, Follow a lot is Andrew Frisella, who has the one for uh, first form uh, uh, supplements, and he really say the real things. Like one week he just had to laugh because he was in his business. Like what the fuck I'm doing here? I hate my business. 
more company. I don't like doing this. Yeah, he had a he was super down. depressed yeah. and he went away for one week and he came back, man, I love my stuff. It's just we need to see those stuff. I I was I wasn't you know, I wasn't born like everything is good, you know. But I try to make every situation good. Yeah. But I would say that and I'll I'll be honest with you, ninety percent of my life is shit. I have to deal with problems on a daily basis. That's mm -hmm. business. It is, it is. It's your business, you yeah. know. So if you're planning on opening a business and you say everything's going to go well and well, fuck wrong. Yeah. Ninety percent of your day is going to be shit. Yeah. But you know what? I've learned to because I also find how I'm going to get one. Yeah. How I can please someone with rehab training, strength, whatever yes. it is, you know. Yes. So that's the way it is. And yeah, I'm not always like, whoo, super day. Yeah. This is, a, this is a false impression that people yeah. have that everybody looks happy. Because on social media, on Instagram, yeah. you see all the pictures. Everything looks together and happy. Clean, whether it's parents who are always, always set up, always calm. Yeah. Your kids are like, man, my home doesn't look like this. <laughs> my three kids around. So it's all, it's like yeah. this fake thing that's getting into people's head. But... I think I think this is why we like you so much. Like it, all the realness and the, the raw. It has to be, you know. Sometimes I'm gonna train people, clients. I pack your shit and go home. They're gonna be like, "What? You're not there. You you don't. I I don't see the will to conquer your day. Yeah. It's not I don't like you. No, and you don't want to surround you know yourself what? with these people. Me and my girlfriend. People. I see your girlfriend a lot in the day. I don't know, maybe two, three times. At most. <laughs> well, you don't like each other? What the fuck is this? I, I, yeah, I love her. But I, the more time I spend with this, the less time I spend downstairs. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I make time for my messages. And if, if you guys are listening, and one, one little trick that I can give you is three times a day, take your messages. So early morning, around noon, and before you then shut the fucking thing off. Yeah. I love this. So I think we have they, a lot to learn. Be focused on what you're doing yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, you know, like, I, I, I do the mistake. I still do it. I did it while you were training this, uh, uh, earlier on. I was having my someone. The guy's in Colorado. I was like, yeah, shit. You know, I got to answer it. But still, people live in a dream, mm -hmm. but they don't live in the reality. So they say they don't, they don't enjoy, like, the process of, I'm here. Well, that you know, the process is gonna be like mm -hmm. it's gonna be cool. It's like with that ability to do the muscles, you gotta yeah. be, go through pain and a lot of struggle and a lot of you know hurt mm -hmm. and everything. So we need mm -hmm. to be willing to but, go through that. Same thing for business, you know, like a muscle. The biggest thing is that, and this every time I say that to someone is like, you know, I told you one thing I want to mention. The, I'm gonna tell you. Let it sink for a while. Yeah. The mind is a terrible thing to taste. Yeah. And second is people are wishing they can be someone or something instead of like thinking that they are something or they are. Yeah, you, you know, are I, I want to be this, I want to be that. Well, yeah. actually, you are something, you are someone. You're probably what you're trying yeah. to do, you know? And I don't know why people are, you know. Aspiring to be like the next Steve Jobs or, yeah. you know what I said one day, I said, when I'm going to have a gym, I'll be the Phil Knight of the gym. Uh, 
the owner founder of Nike. And I, after that, I said, well, it's going to be probably freaking impossible to do this. So how can I do it on a small scale? I still have that, you know, in my mind. Mm -hmm. But people are, and to get there, it's going to take time, you know. So we have, like, in, 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 in the, what was the hardest for you, my mind, you know, if you're telling me what's, what's hard, and I'll be honest with you, since I'm on the other side, listen, there's only two you know, you, either you play, have you ever played football or something like that? No. All right, so there's two teams, all right? You play on the offense or the defense. Yeah. Basically, that's what it is. So if you're on the defense, most of the time you're negative. If you play on the offense, guy. Yeah. So knowing this, it's going to help you a lot evolving. Mm -hmm. So are you surrounded by defensive people or offensive people? You know, people are offensive, people are bad. No, actually, they're good because they're going to tell you your face yeah. that this this uh, and you're like shit oh, okay this sucks I gotta do what I gotta mm -hmm. do and the other thing what was hard for me is I was always surrounded by negative people and this is like woo very yeah. you know that people with a life of a life of shit and you know oh today this happened to me Okay, well, you know what, I got that the other day, and actually I started to laugh. I said, the, the girl said, I had diarrhea. <laughs> I don't want to know that. I'm like, you know, the first question is like, you should have stayed home, you know? It's kind of fucking I negative. You don't get fucking diarrhea from <laughs> Yeah, but you know, not here. So I was like, okay. And then it started, you know, my life is bad. I had this, I had that. I'm like, whoa, okay. So I, that negative energy, I just yeah. can't. Yeah. A lot of, uh, no Gary V from his, you know, his happiness and his, like, I'm pretty sure he has his down date. Like, For whatever. sure. Yeah. No, but are you going to show up on camera? iPhone. No, exactly. It's podcast one thirty five. I feel like you know it doesn't work like that. Yeah. You gotta be like. So that you know you have to be. But we don't have shit day, you know, and and being surrounded by negative people is gonna slow you down. So that was the hardest thing to not actually not being people, but mostly how to deal with them. Let them go. Yeah, that was hard. That was hard because you know how. Have you ever worked in an office? Both of you guys, have you ever yeah, worked? Yeah, yeah. So what happened at fucking lunch break? There, some, some people smoke. Yeah, yeah. And what did they do? Well, the boss is an asshole. Mm. Oh, yeah. You're right on that one. Yeah. Just complaining. Just complaining. It's yeah. negative vibes. Sure. These are like the, I call it the shit circle. <laughs> right? So you're going that shit maelstrom of shit that <laughs> you know nothing is gonna get out from that no there's no there's no growth so, and no then at there. one o'clock you go back upstairs get fucking boss you know? <laughs> and, and it gets into your mind he's paid like a thousand dollar a year you know? yeah. an hour let's say whatever it is yeah and then you're you're on your computer and you're getting mad and mad and mad and by five o'clock you're traffic fucking boss you know he lives downstairs yeah. close to his office and you know <laughs> It's a maelstrom of shit. So, 
And I've seen this a lot. I've seen it. And here we have a bike shop right beside the gym. So every time, you know, at lunchtime I go for a walk with them, I pass in front of them. They're always complaining about someone. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, that fucking guy didn't take care of his machine. If you would have taken care of his machine, probably you would be out of a job. You wouldn't have yeah, a job. Of course. You know, so, as you said, it's perspective, how you see things. Yeah. It's kind of cool that your fucking bike is broken yeah. down because yeah. you have a job. Yeah. yeah. You know? You're solving this problem. Yeah. AIDS, you know, pests like rats and stuff like that. But actually, imagine a world without pests. Extermination would be down. Yeah. A job lost. Yeah. Garbage people, everyone is laughing at garbage no, people. No, absolutely every. I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago in uh, in the U.S. a city uh, yeah. strike and they didn't pick up the garbage or it was in Europe. I don't remember exactly. Just where. one day. Yeah. It's like one day or yeah. one week. Oh uh, yeah. The pile of shit. Yeah. yeah. You know. So important, but surround yourself by people. Yes. You know what I mean? When I say positive people, are not that fucking clown people are gonna dance and sing every day. It's not that. It's just people are gonna say, "What's your mindset?" Why do you see that situation like that? The way you see it is going to be very different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is very important for me, and you know. So cool. Thank you so much. We could, I'm sure we could chat for like yep. five, five hours, hours nonstop. It's so interesting. <laughs> uh, you guys can or message Steve Dubé. He won't answer right away because he got rules and he's focused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Facebook, uh, we're going to be sharing his so, link, his gym, SSP Barbell Club as well. Um, thank you so much. Steve. So, you know, I see this, my, I have four habits, okay, that I do. So before we close down this session, number four is focus on your day and on, on the day you have to those tasks, mm -hmm. right? That's it, that's all. Nothing else matters. It's this. Number two, be kind. You're going to have a shitload of bad days and bad people. Be kind. Number three, achieve. If you achieve in a day, you're, you're not your daily goal, but if you overcome, like achieving positive energy and positive mindset, you're going to be good. The last one, you're going to laugh at that one, eat. You know why? It means that you don't take any break for you. So eat at least four times a week. Uh, four times a week. Well, four times a week. Right? Times a week. <laughs> Just four times a week. Right? No more than that. Four times, no more than that. You're going to get fat. But four times a day. If you eat four times a day, four times off for you. I think that it's important because like, so cool. Um, for me, my meals is like my break. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm always looking at my computer, and my screen, everything. So my meal is really important that I take my meal and that's exactly. so, that's super important for the mind and also for your productivity. You're unwinding. Exactly. Yeah, I so, love those habits. So these are my four habits. I awesome. love it. Thanks for sharing. Thank, thank you guys for the interview. Thanks cool. for being thank with you. us. Super cool. Don't subscribe to the High Vibe Life podcast channel because our next episode will be about mindset. And we talked about it a little bit. Well, actually a lot today, but we will dig deeper in there. Thank you guys for listening and have an amazing day. Great day.